Girlwise is a safe space to learn and discuss all kinds of topics through anecdotes and evidence-based research. I'm your host, Brenda Nicole, and welcome to Girlwise. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the final episode of season one of Girlwise. I cannot believe it. We finally made it. And I am so proud of all of the episodes that have been published thus far. I've worked super hard on them and I had a wonderful season and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. This episode, we're going to talk about the ultimate guide to glowing up in the new year. Our first episode all those months ago was about that girl and what that trend entailed. And while wanting to be an it girl is valid, like we discussed in the episode, being successful and happy doesn't have a single look. I love the new year, new me time because it's when I really take a good look at my life, reflect on what happened in the last year, and recognize every aspect of it so that the new year can be 10 times better. I love to be inspired by a clean slate, and everyone has that. Look ahead towards wonderful opportunities ahead of me in the next 365 or in 2024, 366 days. In fact, ever since I started doing this, my life has changed drastically. The pandemic, like many people, had me completely questioning the direction my life was going in. I was super down and felt completely directionless. And by the end of 2021, I decided enough was enough and I was going to turn everything completely around. So I began planning what my life plan was and how I was going to get there by breaking down my goals. It is one of the very best things I've ever done. And a whole bunch of videos and TikToks and Instagram posts have been recommended to me these past couple of days because I am in the thick of planning my next year, making my vision board. And it has been kind of overwhelming how many people have different methods that they say, this is going to work. No, no, no. You can't listen to anyone else. If you do this, then everything that you've ever wanted is going to be fulfilled. No, no, no. You can't listen to that other person. This, this is the one that's going to work. Which I do think that mixing spiritualism with real psychology can be a bit unethical, actually. And it can mark a few lines between wishful thinking and, you know, magical, spiritual wish granting, and then real psychological problems that someone can have with their goals or where their life is going not being fulfilled. So that can all be very muddled in social media. And it can be very difficult to know who to pay attention to. So The only thing that I can tell you is that this is what worked for me. And if it works for you, that's amazing. But if not, that's completely okay. Take what resonates and leave what doesn't. And the best that I can do is try to inspire you and uplift you. And I really hope that this helps because this has helped me again so much. So I'm here to give you some tips that can hopefully help you as well to take advantage of this period of transition and new beginnings. So let's get started. 
Hey everyone! Before we begin, I wanted to give a clear and important disclaimer to ensure that listeners understand the limitations of the advice given on this podcast. I am not a professional or expert on the topics being discussed, and you should always use your own judgment when it comes to where you stand on a subject and making decisions. While I do my best to direct you in what I think is the right direction, it is always wise to consult with a qualified professional when seeking advice on a particular issue. References will be in the show notes so you can take a look at the places I'm getting my information from as well. You know your own story and situation better than anyone else, so do what is best for you always. Thank you so much and enjoy this episode. The phrase glowing up has quite a superficial meaning on social media. When I was a teenager, I was obsessed with trying to be as physically attractive as possible because I thought that would solve most of my problems. I completely understand the want to buy all the recommended products and try all the trending techniques to feel included and confident. But now as a grown adult, I can fully see that none of those things will ever fulfill those needs. About five years ago, right after dropping out of college, I remember reflecting and realizing that I didn't like the person I was. Even though I was super thin, not a single eyebrow hair out of place, keeping up with the latest trends, entire body shaved, wearing my cutest clothes, I felt terrible about myself. As I mentioned in the beginning, it only got worse during lockdown, and nothing about changing my appearance helped. That's when I went into therapy because clearly I needed it, and I began to literally rebuild myself. So here are the steps that have helped me incredibly. Note that these are very specifically catered to me and everyone will need something different, but you can apply them how they can best help you. So the first step, and these aren't necessarily in order of most to least important. It all depends on what you need the most. So the first step that I have is define what glowing up means to you. It doesn't mean becoming pretty or attractive to other people. It means becoming a person that you like. I was actually just talking to my therapist about this a few days ago, and I was telling her about being conflicted because I was not really liking how my body looked, but I also wanted to love myself in every single stage and throughout any single physical appearance. But I knew that I also had to do something about it because I didn't like feeling this way. And she was like, well, to me, you look perfectly fine, but it's not about what other people think. Clearly, you don't like it, so you should change it to be what you want to be. Not because of what you think other people are going to say about it, but because because you should be the version of yourself that you like. And that includes physically. And I was like, oh my gosh, you were so right, as always, of course. Ask yourself, are you trying to look better for other people or feel better for yourself? Is it self-care or are you trying to fit into the beauty standards? Number two is define what you need. Number two, which is something that I've been seeing everywhere and it goes without saying, but of course I'll mention it here because this is what I do, is define what your needs are in each of these categories. These are the ones that I use, but you can make your own, of course, depending on what your needs are. Mental physical, spiritual, economic, social, and lifestyle. But notice I said needs and not wants. If you can look at this list and truly acknowledge that all of them are met 
then you can move on to wants. But fulfilling those wants cannot take away from those basic needs being met. For example, if you want a rhinoplasty, but your economic needs are having enough money for groceries, rent, utilities, transportation, medical savings, and unforeseen expenses, and you know that that need would not be met, then it shouldn't be done. Or let's say that you want to have an extremely fit body and work out five times a week, but your social needs include having enough time for your family every week and let's say friends once a month and your physical needs are listening to your body when it needs rest. It's never worth sacrificing your needs for your wants. Of course, in both of these examples, things can be readjusted, like saving up for that surgery or working out in moderation while still fulfilling those needs. A glow up is accepting that those needs exist and committing yourself to meet them in every way you can by not putting your wants before your needs. A thing that I spoke about immensely this season was how I needed to sleep more and go to bed earlier, but I was having a really hard time not wasting time on my phone before bed. I finally started to overcome this, but I was putting the want to scroll social media over the need to sleep, and it was not fun. Difficult habit to break, but I did it, and you can too. Number three is be consistent. Now, this may sound obvious, but consistency takes bravery. Checking in with yourself as much as needed is necessary. Sometimes our progress towards our goals can slow down because of things that happen in life. Mental health struggles, financial hardships, relationship troubles, and the list goes on. Being consistent doesn't mean forcing yourself through hardships without stopping. It means showing up for yourself every day. There are some days that I just have to completely stop what I'm doing and take a break, sometimes for the rest of the day. I know not everyone has the privilege of doing that, but doing what you can for yourself is important. Ask for help if you need it, take breaks and slow down, change your habits when your body is asking for it, and so on. This goes right back to the last point. Be consistent in fulfilling your needs daily. You only have one life, and this is it. Number four is be kind to yourself. I know better than anyone about how harsh we can be with ourselves, but bullying ourselves for not being perfect will only deter us more from what we want. The more we fail, the more we have to love ourselves, not the other way around. I know you only fail when you give up can be a bit of an eye roll quote, but it's true. Failure is the only way to success because no one gets everything right in their first attempt. This is the way we learn and adapt. The things that you're trying to do are so big and they're going to take a lot of effort. So the thing that you have to master is patience with yourself. The kinder you are to yourself in life, the more you will grow. So do the little things. They can be as simple as eating that ice cream, taking that nap, ignoring that email for a few hours, or even taking a few deep breaths. Sometimes those small things can be the difference between being able to move on or completely shutting down. Number five is ground yourself. There are two different things that can happen if you don't ground yourself. One, you can set up unrealistic expectations for yourself that will completely crush your spirit when you don't obtain them. Or two, you can be so unsure of yourself that you never try anything because you have no faith in your capabilities to reach anything. In both of these scenarios, You're not seeing reality and it's not going to get you any closer to the life that you want to live. 
If you need to take it day by day, then so be it. I am definitely the type of person that will put do laundry, make bed, brush teeth in my to-do list because I love checking things off and feeling accomplished that way. So I like to go all out for this step. Every January or late December in this case, I sit down and make a game plan for the new year. First, I make a vision board to get really inspired on the things that I want to accomplish. And then I make a list of reasonable goals to achieve. Some people have been promoting doing the opposite or I guess backwards, which is completely fine if that works for you. I also look back at the past year's goals that I had set out for myself to see what I was able to reach and which ones just didn't happen. For the ones that didn't happen, it's usually a combination of things I definitely could have done but just put off for too long, things that weren't possible to do in the year, and other goals that changed for me as the year progressed. Either way, I can use this to reflect on what I can improve on. After that list is complete, every single month I make another list of monthly goals that break down the bigger goals into smaller steps and other things that come up during the year. This method has helped me turn my entire life around. I don't think I would have been able to do a project as big as this podcast if I hadn't done that. And there are so many other ways that something similar can be done. You just have to find out what best fits for your life. All of this helps make your actions purposeful so that you don't become overwhelmed with all you have to do and shut down. And number seven is choose yourself. I want to take this time to also hype you girls up so that hopefully you have the confidence to choose yourself. You are amazing and you've got this. You are worthy of achieving your dreams. You deserve love and happiness because of your inherent worth to have them. Things are easy for you. There is no comparison that can do you justice. You are capable of accomplishing amazing things. You are already doing an amazing job, no matter how small you think it is. You are a vision of radiating beauty, and I am rooting for you. Please notice how I never once mentioned spending money, getting plastic surgery, buying clothes, or anything of the sort for a glow up. Glowing up means feeling better, and as I described at the beginning of the episode, my desperate attempts at trying to feel better by changing my physical appearance only made me feel worse. No matter how much I changed about myself, no matter how much people told me I was pretty, no matter how much attention I got from boys, I was still miserable. On top of that, because of the extent of all my efforts not paying off, I became burnt out and frustrated. I was not doing any of that for myself. I was doing that for validation from others. There is no one physical look to what mentally and physically healthy looks like because it's different for everyone. I learned that instead of giving myself short bursts of happiness, I had to develop lifestyle changes and healthy habits to truly make a difference in how I was feeling and how I was looking. Because of this, I was able to overcome many obstacles that I had been facing since the start of the pandemic, and every single day, I make more and more progress. Even if it's snail progress, it's definitely still progress. Of course, there are days when it gets tough, and it seems like I'm making little to no progress, but healing is not linear, and neither is the path to success. 
I know that I am the only one who can change my life and reap the consequences of my own actions. Not the Instagram posts that try to sell a one quick fix solution to all of life's problems or girls in the TikToks who are promoting terribly unhealthy weight loss trends or people in my close circles telling me what they think I should be doing. So a few closing tips that have also helped me so much at the beginning of 2023 this year, I made the most detailed financial plan and kept a finance tracker. I know I'm too old. I was too old to have just started, but I did. And it has changed my financial life in indescribable ways, you guys. Holy moly, what was I doing before and why was I doing that? I'll never know. So if you haven't already, make a detailed financial plan and keep a finance tracker. The best decision I think I've ever made with regarding my finances. Another thing that I wanted to share was that I actually got like over half of my Christmas wish list. I answered what my Christmas wish list was in an episode a few weeks ago. I can't remember which one it was, but I did say that I've been asking all year for an iPad and I want to shout out to my sister and thank her for buying me the iPad. I am so happy. That was like the one big thing that I wanted for this year. And I talked about gift guilt a few episodes ago and when I received the iPad, I made a promise to myself and to the world that I was not going to have any gift guilt. I felt it for like a split second and then I told myself, no, no, no. I am done with that chapter in my life. I am not going to have gift guilt. I am just going to be happy that I received. And so reflecting on this year and being extremely thankful of all of the blessings that I have received and so many wishes fulfilled, granted, and so many of my vision board wants for the future actually coming to life, I realized that I really, really, for a very long time, and it was tied to this gift guilt thing, had a huge fear of not just receiving physical things, but also receiving success and receiving the things that I wanted which mainly stemmed actually from the fear of losing things because the more successful I was, I felt that it was, if things were to go wrong, it was a much greater fall from grace. Really working through that through therapy and also recognizing that it's even a problem I had in the first place, you know, it's, it can seem silly, like I said in that episode, getting good things to be a fear of yours. And I realized the power that I had in asking for things that I wanted and how long I didn't ask for anything because of how afraid I was to receive those things. So this year I started asking. It started last year, but definitely I became more comfortable with it this year. Just asking people in my life, myself, that I wanted these things and I received them because I asked for them. I physically opened my mouth and asked for them. And letting go of the fear of receiving, but also maybe even the fear of not wanting to ask because you're afraid it's never going to happen for you. Just letting go of fear in general of all of the things that come with success, including failure, 
is the biggest thing that was standing in my way. So all of this is to say that I've also seen on these vision board manifestation, whatever posts on Instagram, that you have to get rid of your blockages that are keeping you from truly living the life that you want. And not just in like a hocus pocus, the universe won't give it to you if you don't ask for it or a if you don't write it down in the specific time and you say it three times while spinning around the circle. No, no, no. I'm talking about like real mental blockages that you have because of very real psychological issues that you have when it comes to relating yourself to success. And that's something that I found myself stuck in a cycle of and I feel like I, I'm finally slowly but surely breaking out of it. And it feels amazing, you guys. 2024, I'm saying it right now, I will no longer be afraid to speak it, is going to be my year. Like 2024 is going to be the year of real amazing changes for me and I am no longer afraid of it. And it took a very long time to get here, but we're finally here and I wish I wish this feeling and I wish success to everyone because we all deserve it. So the final Ask Me Anything for season one, I'm going to open up to you guys and I'm going to ask you, what are your New Year's resolutions? If you want to send them in, you are absolutely welcome to do so. I will be reading all of them. I'm super excited to hear what they are and I really do hope that this episode helped you even just a little bit on how to get where you want to go in life, especially in this new upcoming year. I have to make the announcement that Girlwise will be back in April of 2024. I am so excited. I am going to have to take a break to make the new season. It's not easy. I am a one-woman show, meaning that I do 100% of the podcast. I have zero help, but hopefully that's going to change in season two so that I can put out more content and it's a lot easier for me because trying to do a podcast 100% by yourself is not an easy feat. So I'm going to figure out all of the little details and season two is going to be bigger and better than ever, you guys. I am so excited, but have no fear. We are going to have a bonus special episode for Valentine's Day next year. Of course, I'm not going to leave you guys on Valentine's Day. I know that can be a pretty big deal for some girls, especially for me. So I'm not going to leave you guys hanging on that holiday. I will be back with a bonus episode. And until then, I really hope that you have a wonderful new year. I will be back April 2024. Don't forget. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for sticking with me on season one. If you haven't listened to all the episodes, I highly encourage you to do so. I have 34 episodes that have been out and uh, yeah, if you want to re-listen to them, that'd be great as well. Thank you so much for listening once again and Girlwise will be back April of 2024. I'm so excited and see you guys in season two. Bye!